Hello, and welcome to the Coach for Tutors podcast, where we will grow your tutoring business with each episode. My name is Michael Gibbon. I'm a tutoring business coach and the host of the Coach for Tutors podcast. Welcome, everybody. This is our very first episode. So we're going to be uh, going through a synopsis of what our podcasts are going to be each episode, and then a very brief introduction about myself. And then we're going to go into our main topic for today, which is five low-cost, highly effective marketing strategies to grow your tutoring business. So in terms of the podcast format, it's going to be either myself speaking, providing some strategies or tips each episode, or we're going to have a wonderful guest speaker providing their insights and thoughts to help you in excelling and developing a successful tutoring business. So a little bit about myself, uh, my education journey uh, so I started out as a classroom teacher, and after a couple of years in the classroom, I was finding it difficult with the ratios of 30 on one, 32 on one, to really help children achieve their full potential. And so following those couple of years, I transitioned into working at, going back into tutoring, I had done some tutoring, a bit of tutoring prior to te classroom teaching. Uh, I went back into the tutoring sphere. And I took a position as a lead teacher and program manager at a learning center. And following that year, and once my, my contract included there, I was like, I really want to go into opening my own tutoring business. I really want to do this. And I Am Success Tutoring was born. Now, the education side, I felt very comfortable with. For myself, I'm a lifelong learner. And I felt, okay, you know, with the education side, I've got this. I can, you know, I know how to motivate students and develop subject matter and curriculum. I'm feeling good about that and discussing progress with families. However, <laughs> the business side, I was lost. I was very green. I did not know how to market sales. What's that? Um, how, how do I price myself? How do I handle sales objections? Uh, you know, it just a variety. What's a lead generator? I mean, how should your website look? There were so many factors I was unsure about in developing my business. And I really struggled those first couple of years because I just, I didn't know a lot of those key elements. I mean, I just didn't have that roadmap specific for tutors. I had a wonderful coach come into my life uh, a couple of years into my business who really did help me with the foundational items from a general business perspective. And it was wonderful. And I really, I grew from there. I Am Success Tutoring really took off and became a, a six-figure tutoring business, which was wonderful. And had I had a team of tutors and you know we had a brick and mortar as well as in home, online. So those pieces were there and it was really exciting to see. And after eight years of working with I Am Success Tutoring, I decided I'm going to transition into coach for tutors. I'd like to pay forward and work with other tutors and work with other you know, private tutors, tutor company owners, educators, helping them grow their business so they can navigate some of those potential roadblocks with as much ease as possible and help them have a successful tutoring business in the most efficient and effective way as possible. So Coach for Tutors was born in 2019. So that's a little bit about myself. Uh, and uh, if, of course, if you have any questions, just let me know. I'm always accessible at uh, michael at coachfortutors.com. So let's get started today with our main topic, which is five low-cost, highly effective marketing strategies to grow your tutoring business. So these pieces can apply across the board, whether you're brand new to tutoring or you've been in, in the game for a long time. These are really great pieces, but especially earlier on uh, in your business when 
perhaps you're trying to figure out, okay, how do, what do I market? How do I market? What does that look like? And should I do paid ads? Should I do flyers? Should I do, you know, should I, should I just post everywhere and hope for the best? So these strategies can help you in terms of taking your business to that next level or getting your business off the ground in a very low cost, highly effective way. So the first one is parent networking, parent or guardian networking. So there are, it's really important when you think about that, okay, who are my ideal clients? Think about who, who, you, who do you serve and how do you help them? And a way to approach that with parent guardian networking is I would say refrain from just posting your ads in every parent guardian group out there because that, yes, you might get a client out of that, but building those connections and potentially getting even more clients won't necessarily be there. And if you, however, if you really narrow your niche down, figure out who you work with, grade, subject, what problem you solve, how do you help them? And really start off by putting something tangible out there for potential families. Like it could be a free resource, a link, maybe a short video you want to put up about some strategies. That can be a wonderful introduction to families get to you and what you're all about. And take, take a few weeks to build those relationships, build those connections, and get to know some of these families and parents, guardians in these groups. And then after that, go out there and post an ad. Because now you've built some connection, they've seen a little bit about what you're all about, and you're building that excitement, and then put an ad up. Now for your ad, I, I would say, again, keep it very much about who you help and how you help them. And refrain from posting your price in there. Because if you post your price, it, it shifts that relationship you're building into a financial transaction. So price, the price discussion can come later on when you're talking with the family about your programs on a, on a call or a Zoom or something when you're having that discussion. But when you're doing that initial ad, refrain from putting price. Instead, share who you help and how you help. What problem are you solving? You want to and speak to a very specific audience. Parents and guardians are going to have, each of them are going to have very specific needs. So think about who do you help the most and the best, because that those are the people that you want coming to you. And also it saves you prep time when you're preparing lessons and materials, and you can focus on building your business. So those parent and guardian networks can be amazing on social media. So look for them, find them and begin interacting with them. A second one that goes a little bit hand in hand with this is getting in with some of the parent guardian councils. Now, the way to do that, you can, is a couple strategies. One is you could maybe offer a free webinar or some, you know, something complimentary like that. But what I found helpful with my tutoring business, and I found I got at least one or two clients every time I did this is donate to an event. Donate something, it could be a 30 minute complimentary session or a 20 minute mini session or a consultation assessment or whatever, however you want, whatever you're wanting to offer, but offer something in a prize draw. So the person who wins the prize, they're going to want to come to you. In most cases, they're going to call or email you and say, yes, let's meet, let's talk. And so that gives you an in right there. But also the schools I found were amazing in that they will post the prizes on social media. 
And I got a client, actually, a long-term client who didn't win the prize, but they saw the, they saw the voucher on social media. They were interested and they contacted me and said, Hey, you know, Michael, I, I saw your ad on, on the, uh, on my school's Instagram. And I, I, I'd like to, um, you know, I'd like to you know get some tutoring. My, my, my son needs help and, you know, let's, let's talk. So you absolutely never know. So donations, all it costs you is a, a little bit of time creating the voucher. Then you can use that voucher over and over thereafter, or do little tweaks to it as you see fit takes only a few minutes and then the school is advertising you or the parent council whoever they're advertising you and that can really that's that's building that relationship building that connection and then from there clients are signing up so how wonderful is that and it takes just a few minutes of your time and it's again relationship building uh the third one and uh, which is really a powerful piece especially when you're when you're beginning to get your first set of clients or your or even your second you know round of clients is referrals referrals are powerful powerful pieces and and i i can i can say a, a lot of a lot of tutors already do this and do it well which is great word of mouth has power um, but there are some, I mean, I was like this when I started and I, and I've spoke with other tutors who have similar conundrums where they don't know whether to ask, you know, oh my gosh, if I ask, are they going to think I'm salesy? Are they going to think it's sleazy? Is it going to tarnish the relationship if I ask for a referral? And from experience, I can tell you that no, no, it's not, it's not going to tarnish anything. Um, there is a way to go about it. Uh, from my own rule of thumb and just from my years in education and just also talking with other tutors, a good rule of thumb is to wait six to eight sessions because you don't want to ask instantly for a referral because they want to trust build, you know, you want to build trust with the family, you want to build trust with your student, you want to build rapport with your student and with the families, you want to get those connections going and really and start to see some results, whether it be a boost in confidence in the student or an academic boost, like whatever that, that gain might be. So there's different aspects you want to look at, but usually waiting six to eight sessions, that's starting to take root. That's a great time. Parents or guardians are pleased with things. The student and you are getting along well. You're seeing some gains, no matter big or small. Great time to ask. And it's just asking. I was wondering, may I ask a favor? Would you be okay referring my services to other people? And um, I can send you, you know, an email template if you'd like. Or hey, you know, would it be okay if you'd like to refer? Would that be okay? And some parents um, might immediately be like, yes. Oh, I know some. I know some wonderful people. Let me put you in touch with them. Remind me if I don't uh, if I don't do it. Or they might say, sure, that'd be great. And then you know, life gets busy. It's okay to circle back in a few weeks time. You can just check in with them. That's okay. You don't want to nag them, but it's okay to ask, if, you know, in a few weeks time and say, hey, I just want to see if you uh, had an opportunity to speak to your friends that you were going to speak to. Um, it's so much appreciated that you're doing this. I really appreciate it. And another way to go about it as well is, um, is just as for referrals, you might get that or you might get a no and that might happen, but that's the worst that can happen. And I can tell you from years in the tutoring business world, I had one parent say no. 
And that was just a personal preference. And that's, you know, it's not the end of the world. So they say, no, that's okay. That's the worst thing you'll get is a no. I can tell you that not one parent was offended by me asking for a referral. And actually I had a parent say to me, Michael, what took you so long? So, <laughs> and I, I took, this was one of my first people I asked. It took me months and months and months to ask because I was just so nervous that I'd be offending them or being salesy by asking. And it's not that in, at all. It's, it's, it's about building your business because you are a business as well. And families, like a majority of families understand that. So provide an amazing service and get those referrals going. And also think of ways to make referrals fun and exciting for people. It could be a contest. It could be, you could have maybe a special or something for referrals. And remember to reward families that provide referrals. Think of a way to reward them. That could be amazing and really help them recognize that they are being recognized for providing you that referral. So go for it. In hand with that is testimonials. Testimonials can be very stressful to ask for too, because you're like, oh, I don't really know if um, people are going to respond to a testimonial. Are they going to think it's sleazy? Are they going to have time? I don't really want people to think I'm looking for um, an ego boost. No, you're again, you're a business and you're looking for ways to get the word out there that your service is incredible and you can make such a difference in a student's life. And you want to have that be expressed by other parents and guardians. So it's okay to ask for a testimonial or even from a student asking a testimonial. It's okay. But again, wait six to eight sessions, see how things are developing, gauge the way things are going. And then asking is okay. And providing a template of a testimonial is great too, because sometimes parents and guardians are a little busy. You can just say, hey, this is a sample if you'd like to use it and tweak it as you see fit, boom. And that usually works. And again, circle back in a few weeks if they haven't completed it yet. It's not nagging if you do that, it's just asking, saying, hey, I'm just circling back. I wanna thank you so much for taking the time to do this testimonial and just really just wanna let you know how much I appreciate that. So giving them a gentle nudge is a-okay. Providing a little thank you or some sort of small reward after is always wonderful. Just not, not a reward in terms of anything monetary, but just more, a thank you, something like a nice card or something to show your appreciation for an, a lovely testimonial and them taking their time to do that for you. A word of caution with this uh, for testimonials. Again, this is a referral testimonials are is like a huge cornerstone of relationship based marketing to build your tutoring business for testimonials. Really re refrain from asking for five star reviews. Asking for a five star is a bit of a hot topic. I know that sometimes people are like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll put in my signature, you know, five star review is always welcome or I'll, or I'll, I'll ask for a five star. My own advice on that one is if you want to post that in your email signature, five star review is always welcome. I mean, maybe you could do that. Um, but as a call to action, but I would say in terms of you're actually directly messaging a family or a student asking for a, a testimonial, avoid asking for the five star because then it loses its authenticity. I know from experience, initially I was like, I was so excited, you know, to get as many testimonials out there. I mean, I was feeling great. Students were making lots of progress. Parents were happy. Guardians were happy. It was a nice big buzz going on. So I was like, okay, you know, really excited. And I started asking parents for five-star reviews and guardians for five-star reviews. And people initially were doing that. 
Then I came to a parent and I mean, I, I thank this parent because it was, it was a wonderful piece of advice or just even, even just, or yeah, I guess advice <laughs> um, or recommendation. Um, I asked for a five star and she emailed back and said, you know, Michael, I was ready to give a review, but I don't want to give a review much anymore because I feel like this is asking for a five. You're asking for it. I can't put my, what I really want to, you know, I, I, I want it. I want to give you a great review, but I'm not happy that you're asking me to give a five. I feel that's kind of twisting the arm. And she didn't leave a review after that. And the relationship was okay afterwards, but it just never was the same. So just, I would say, be authentic. Just ask for the review. If you're providing that five-star service, they will leave you a five-star. And on occasion, some parents might give a four, not because you're doing anything wrong. Some people, five stars means perfection and we're not perfect. <laughs> we are human. So, but, but really, truly go for, go for asking and a five will happen organically. So those are the first four parent and guardian networking donations, referrals, testimonials. The last one that really has a lot of power is business networking. And for myself, that was a game changing piece to the networking or to the um, marketing puzzle. I went from a five-figure business to a six-figure tutoring business because of networking in a business networking setting. It paid back dividends many times over. It's really wonderful um, for business networking to join a networking group of other business professionals. They don't have to be in the education sphere necessarily, uh, but they can be in other professions. And you get an opportunity to not only network with other professionals, build your network, but also it, you can reciprocate, like, you know, you pr provide a referral for them. They provide a referral for you. And, and a lot of those networking professionals in these business networking groups are parents and parents are guardians, or they know parents and guardians. And if you build a great trusting relationship with them, they in turn will, will refer to you because they trust you and they like you. So that really has a lot of power. And what's wonderful too, is some of these networking groups have multiple chapters and some of these networking groups allow one topic or one seat per, per chapter for a certain category and tutoring. It's not like insurance or a lawyer where there's many vying for that seat. Tutoring is not as hot of a seat. Fantastic. Because that means you can go and maybe visit other chapters, build relationships chapter to chapter and you know, and have your home base with your main chapter, but build relationships with other chapters, be authentic. I mean, don't go in there expecting to get referrals the second you meet them, takes time, but all all, and do your best to reciprocate. Um, but it can, it can really build an amazing network for yourself and an amazing group advocating for you and saying, you got to work with this tutoring business. They're great. You got to work with this person. They're incredible. And so <clears throat> business networking is is great in that way, but also, and I can tell you this from experience, business networking helped me build so much in my confidence as a speaker and my ability to share what my business was all about in 60 seconds or less or 30 seconds or less, like be able to be very succinct about what my business is about. So I can really hone that in when talking to people. Very important. And as, and as a speaker too, if you're going in front of families or if you're delivering a webinar, or if you're doing this or that, it's important to gain that skill. And I can tell you when I started business networking, oh my goodness, I was so 
nervous. If I was a turtle, my head would have retracted into my shell because I was so nervous about talking with people about my business in front of a group of a group of other professionals. And it really, it, it is such a game changer. It was so important to building my business. And I want to share that with you just, and you, the confidence in talking about your business is invaluable. So again, those five points are parent guardian networks, uh, donations to uh, schools or other community centers, referrals, testimonials, harnessing those powers, and also business networking and really getting out there and putting yourself out there as an entrepreneur or an edupreneur. So those are the five main points. Again, relationship-based marketing to help you grow your tutoring business and take it to where it wants to go. So thank you so much today for listening to the Coach for Tutors podcast, where we grow your tutoring business with each episode. Um, so if you do have any questions, please feel free to reach out at michael at coachfortutors.com. If you're looking for additional content, uh, www.coachfortutors.com. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. And as always, make it a great day.